Hello friends, it is a new year and with new years usually comes um, people who are reinvigorated to commit to their businesses and I'm hoping that that is you. So if you have been maybe struggling along and not sure like what to do in your business and you're wanting to take it a little more seriously but you don't know how then you are in the right place because in this video we're talking about practical practical because you know i'm all about the practical practical ways that you can treat your business like a business yeah that's pretty much all i want to say so this is really important actually i made a video i think it was last year or two years ago talking about the most important things you could do in your business and that most important thing you could do is to treat your business like a business because you've heard probably before from me from other people that if you treat your business like a business then it will respond like a business and it will give you money like a business. And if you treat your business like a side hustle, it's going to treat you like a side hustle and therefore it's going to pay like a side hustle. So if you are looking to make business money, you have to do the work to make your business into a business. And that's one of those like big, like out there kind of things that might be hard to figure out like, what do you actually do? And you know, that is my specialty is breaking down things into actionable steps. So in this video, we're talking about nine different things you can do to help treat your business like a business so that hopefully your business will treat you like a business and you will actually make some decent money. So let's hop right in. Number one is probably the easiest one, the most overlooked and probably the most important. And that is having regular work hours. When is the last time that you went to a business and no one knew what time it was going to be opened? I mean, unless it was like, you know, because it was Christmas. But when you go to a business, businesses have business hours. They have hours that they're open and that's different depending on what the business is and you know, who their clientele is, but they have business hours. Even my mom has a tax office and it's just her, her business partner and their assistant. And they have regular business hours and she is there during their regular business hours, even though she owns the business, even though they don't have that many appointments when it's not tax season. So like they don't have to have to be there, but someone is there during regular business hours every time, because that's when you're supposed to be there. That's when you're supposed to get to work. So you need the same thing in your business. Now it doesn't need to be, you know, obviously people are probably not coming into your house for meetings or whatever, but you still need regular work hours so that you can work on the business you need to be able to put X amount of hours into your business in order for it to grow, to thrive, for you to know what you're doing so that you can make the products to sell, so that you can make do the marketing that has to get done. You have to have that time to put in. And if you're just trying to like magically find time places, it's not going to work. What you need to do instead is you need to sit down and say, okay, I'm gonna work on my business these hours in the week. And whether that's an hour a day or three hours a day, or whether that's three hours on Saturday and one hour on Monday, whatever it is, whatever is going to work for you is fine, but have regular hours that you work your business. Now I know that you're busy. Totally understand. You may not be able to have the same hours every week. So for example, I'm busy and I just came off of December. I'm a music teacher. So I had fire rehearsals. I had field trips. I had um, 
concert for my kids and I sing in a choir. So I had extra rehearsals for my choir and I had concerts I had to go to. So all of these things kind of messed up my life essentially <laughs> that sounds really bad um messed up my schedule for like two weeks and so for two weeks i wasn't able to work when i would normally work so what i did for those two weeks is on sunday i would sit down and i would say okay this week what can i do and it might be different than what i normally do but what can i do this week with all the craziness going on. If you have a crazy life and just a crazy schedule in general, you might have to do that every week. You might have to sit down every week and be like, okay, what can I do this week? What can I do this month? But have that in place, have a plan in place, know what you're gonna do during those work hours so that when you get to them, you can actually do the things that move your business forward. If you're just wandering through life, hoping someone's magically gonna be like, here's a whole bunch of hours you can go do stuff, it's never gonna happen. Like you're going to turn the TV on, you're going to, you know, get distracted, you're going to do all the things, or you're going to be so busy, you don't even think about it, but you have the time somewhere. You can find the time. So schedule it out and make it important. When I have my work hours, they are important. They are not things that I skip. They are not things that I push off. They are things that I do because they are important. If I don't have the time to put into my business, then the business doesn't run. And it's the same thing with you. Even if you're just getting started, put in those hours so that you have the time to grow your business, to make the products, to do all the things that actually move your business forward. Whew, that was only number one. But it's probably the most important. Yeah, all right, sorry. I'm very passionate about that one. And number two is one that I am a little more recent too, but is so important. Something I really learned in 2022 is to plan and work ahead. Businesses don't just sit down and be like, hmm, what products shall we make? And then just go for it. Like they, they don't do that. That's not what, you know, Jeff Bezos at Amazon, he, he has all these things in place. He has systems in place. He knows what to do. He knows what to do. Like there's, it's not, a surprise when he's like, oh, hey, it's almost Christmas. We need to do some marketing. No, no. They already have plans and they already have things worked out ahead of time. It's the same for you. You know, you think like, oh my gosh, Hobby Lobby. Y'all. Hobby Lobby had Christmas stuff out in like August. In order for them to have Christmas stuff out in like August or September, that means how much earlier do they have to work in order to know what stuff was going to be out and how much earlier do the people who make the stuff have to work in order to have the stuff ready to send to Hobby Lobby to put out, you know, six months before Christmas. Um, when you are a business, you are planning and working ahead. And again, this is one I've never been great at, but in 2022, I really realized the value of this, of the not working last second. So instead of what I used to do, which is be like, oh, this would be a fun product or, oh, I need to film a video that's going to go out like tomorrow. Instead, I have been working ahead of time. I've been batching ahead of time. I'm filming this video about a whole month before it's going to go out. I'm doing those things ahead of time so that I'm not rushing at the last minute. I'm getting things done early so that they're already ready and available. And let me tell you, First of all, it has taken so much stress off of me because it's really stressful to be like, oh, I have to have a video edited for today. And instead, if I can be like, oh, you know, this video is 
done and I'm working on one for two or three weeks from now, it just is so much less stressful because you have time in there to like not worry about it. Along with that, planning ahead. So working ahead by, I do usually batching. So like right now I'm filming um, two or three videos, not a ton so that I have, sorry, dog. Um, so that I am able to get a few videos ready so that then they will be ready. And then I don't have to stress about them as much. And I do the same thing with blog posts. Um, and I do the same thing with blog posts. I do the same thing with Instagram. I'll make a couple of reels on one day, you know, not a ton, maybe two or three, but then I have content that's ready to go out. And the same thing with products. Um, so that's kind of working ahead. Planning ahead means that you already know what you're going to do this quarter this six months, this year, so that you already have strategies in place, so that you already have, you know, all of your ducks lined up in a row for the year. This is also really helpful and really important to make your business cohesive and to help you know what to do. And just like all of those things, planning ahead makes a huge difference because you actually are able to like make strategic decisions because you have the time and you're not like, oh no, I need to make a product right now. What should I make? No, no, you're like making things, making plans ahead of time. This is a great time to do this because I'm posting this in January. And so I have been doing this. I've been thinking they're like, okay, what are all the products that I wanna make this year? So that I know, you know, when do I need to make them in order to make sure they're up at a certain time and like making sure that right now I'm thinking about that stuff so that I'm not stressing about it later on down the road is a huge, blessing. And then it also helps you to stay a lot more focused because you already have a plan in place. And so it's harder to get distracted by all of the pretty shiny objects that pop up because you already have a plan. You're already working on these things. You don't, frankly, you don't have time to get distracted by other things because you have these things that need to get done. So work ahead, plan ahead. That's what real businesses do and you're a real business now. So make it happen. Number three is to help you with that, create systems to get things done. Whenever you are going to make a product, post a product, you want to have the same system for doing that each time. So this is really evident in like posting products. When I go to post a product, open up all the files and I make sure I have all the links in them. I password protect them so no one can edit them. I like do all those things first. Then I go and I go into Canva and I make all the graphics that I need for the product. This is assuming I have already, you know, like printed out, taking photos, that kind of stuff. And then I go and I upload my products. I usually do product lines. So I will usually do one. I refresh my product listing page. And then I use that one as my template for the rest of my products that I am posting. So I have a system for how I post a product and I know how to do it. I know about how long it takes. I know what the steps are. If you're going to post a product and you do it differently every time and you have a new thumbnail template every single time and you have to write your description from scratch every single time, it's going to take forever. Real businesses have systems for what they are gonna do and how they get things done. So as you're working on getting things done, make sure you have some sort of system for how and when that's gonna happen. Another good example is YouTube. Obviously, I'm here making YouTube videos. I typically batch and I will film, you know, two to three, maybe four or five, depending on the day and how much sunlight I have, um, and videos. And then I'll go and I do that on a certain day and then I have certain days that I edit and I have all these things in place so that I have processes 
for how I get my videos done. Having systems and processes for how you do things and when you do things is going to make your business run much more seamlessly because you don't have to sit and think about every little detail. Some of them are already taken care of for you. So we had regular work hours, planning and working ahead, creating systems to get things done. And number four is just frankly prioritizing your business. What I mean by prioritizing is if you can, work on it first because whatever goes first gets done. I don't know if you've ever seen the rock trick. If I had rocks, I would show it to you, but I don't. Um, but it is a little demonstration where you get a cup and you put some sand in the bottom and then some little rocks and then the big rocks. And when you put the big rocks in, not all of the rocks can fit in the jar. But if you start with the big rocks, and then the small rocks, the small rocks kind of like go in and fill up the rest. And then the sand goes in and it fills up all the empty spaces and you're able to fit everything in. If you start with the little not helpful tasks, then you'll never get to the big tasks. And we're assuming your big rocks are your business. So start with your business, whether that means literally starting first thing in the morning with your business or whether that just means starting your plan for the week with when you're gonna work on your business, Make sure that you have that in there and you have those plans and you have that time scooped out before you put anything small in there. If I know like today I needed to film videos, I also need to go organize my closet. I also have a couple of like random little things to do. I knew that if I don't film the videos first, they're not going to get done because I'm going to get distracted by the closet and then I'm going to want to, you know, organize the bathroom and then I have all these little things to do and Nyla looks like she really wants to take a walk today. Um, and so I will get distracted by all those things and not work on the business, not do these videos. So. I literally prioritize my business by doing it first. I do it first thing in the morning. First thing when I get home, I make sure that that is the first thing I do because if I don't, I won't get to it. Um, you might not do it literally first, but prioritizing it in a way that you make sure you get it done and you make sure you spend that time working on your business. It is important work on your business. So prioritizing your time, prioritizing your business, do it first if possible. Number five is to focus on longevity. So what I mean by this is when I look at my business and I look at the things I'm doing, I want to work on things that are going to continually bring money over and over again. So if I add more people to my email list, that's a really good way to get sales over the long run. If I write a blog post talking about a product, that's a great way to get sales over the long run because my blog post will continue to drive traffic to my website. If I post a tweet, I don't tweet because it's, it's, it's too short, too short. But if I post a tweet, it's only going to have traction for like an hour. If I post on Instagram, it's going to have traction for maybe like 24 hours. That's not longevity. That's not the long term. That is the, sh the definition of the short term. And when you do those things, you're they're only going to be helpful for the short term. So as you're looking at your products, think about what are some evergreen products that can continually make me sales? What are some marketing platforms I can do that will continue to make me sales that will continue to bring people to my store 
over the long run because it is such a better use of your time to continually make sales than to just make sales a little bit. Now, do I still make Instagram reels? Yes. Do I still, you know, do those things that do give you some instant gratification? Yes. I'm not, I'm not against those things, but focus on the things that will pay off in the long run. Number six, I actually have in parentheses and that is tell people about it. So when you have a business, it can be really terrifying um, to actually tell anybody that you have it. Been there, done that. I still don't talk about my business that much. And y'all, your girl made $100,000 last year just from TPT. That's not even including like everything else. I haven't even added up all of the other things that I make money from yet, but I will soon so I can figure that out. Um, I still don't talk about my business that much because it's just kind of a weird thing um, and not everyone really understands it. Um, please hold so I get her ball so she doesn't destroy my ukulele. Nyla, that's not yours. That's my Telling people about your business can be fully terrifying. Um, and so I just put that in parentheses. But if you are treating your business like a business, you have to be able to be okay with talking about it. Now, if you just got started, I think it's totally fine to not tell people about your business if you just started it not that long ago. And if you are scared about your business, one of the best things I can tell you is to wait until you have some like products done wait until you have you know something substantial before you tell people about it because you know when i'm like oh yeah i have a dpt shop and then people go and look and they're like oh you have 800 products in your tpt shop like that is a serious thing that's not like oh i posted something one time and never looked at it again that is like serious so if you are having a hard time telling people about your business one just do it or two wait until you have at least a little bit ready so that people if they go look at it they're like oh that's serious um but that is a really good way in or to treat your business like a business because you know business owners talk about their businesses and they know about their businesses and they tell people about their businesses they do networking so that they can drive more business and even though our business is a little bit different you can still do those things and they will help you to treat your business like a business number nine is try new things slowly so what i mean by this is that when you're going to try out something new a new product line a new like marketing platform go ahead and try it but maybe start off slowly especially with new types of products because it can be really great to be like gung-ho and make 87 new products that are all in a product line but if nobody likes that product line then it's maybe not the best idea for you so instead make one or two or three you know products and then see how they sell and if they sell then you can continue and make more it's a little harder with marketing platforms because if you're like starting a blog, um, at first your blog takes some time to gain traction, which means that at first you're not going to see the results for like a good three to six months. Um, but same thing with Instagram, same thing with YouTube, all of those things like it takes time to gain some traction. So don't stress about them too much. But anytime you're looking at something new, if you're like, oh, I want to do, you know, X, Y, Z, don't go head first into it dip your toe in do a little bit maybe you know spend a little bit of time each day but not all your time each day working on the new thing without you know going so far into it that you're then abandoning all the things that are already working in favor of the new things do what you know works add a little bit more to see if it's going to work and then if it does then you can go gung-ho at it the next one is kind of a hard pill to swallow and that is stop 
complaining and start fixing. How many CEOs do you know? Well, I don't really know any CEOs, but I imagine that CEOs do not sit around complaining about their businesses. And if they do, it's because they want someone to help them solve their problems. They're not sitting around being like, oh, nobody's looking at my products. Oh, the algorithm did X, Y, Z. No, they're looking for solutions. They're looking for how can I pivot my business? How can I make things better? How can I be in charge of my business to make sure that I am taking control of it so that I'm getting what I want out of it. I have always been a little weary of putting all of my eggs in one basket. That's why I like having my own blog and I post like for Becca's music room, I post YouTube videos that go with blog posts and I have products and I have my own email list and I have all these things because I like to not put all my eggs in one basket. And part of that reason is because I am not in control of YouTube. I'm not in control of TBT. And so things can happen on platforms you don't own that can change things. A good example is the recent algorithm change that like stressed everybody out. Okay. Or like there's been a couple times that Instagram has gone dark for a few hours or a few days and people can't get on there. And if that's your main marketing platform and you don't have anything else, then like, what do you do? those things happen and so i want you to be aware of that like things happen 2020 distance learning happened things happen that you cannot control and instead of complaining about them find solutions find fixes and do things to be more in control of your business than letting other people control it i would never just post things onto tpt and then sit there and stare at it and hope it sells no, no friends. I post things on TBT and I write blog posts about them and I make videos and I send people from Instagram and I send my email list over them. Like I do the things to help sell my products because I am ultimately the one in charge of that. It's my business. So I have to treat it like it is my business and I have to be the one who is doing the things to make things happen. So make sure that you are not complaining about whatever is going on. And instead you are looking for fixes. And last one is to do the dang work. The internet is so funny because it seems like the internet should be instantaneous. And you know, you post products and immediately make millions of dollars, or you know, you can post things really, really quickly and get things done really, really quickly. And the real, real truth is that that's not true. It takes time for your products to make some traction. It takes time for you to make products. It takes time for you to write blog posts. It takes time for your blog post to take off. Like all of these things take time and you have to do the work to make them happen. If you are not working on your business, your business is not going to work for you. So if you want to treat your business like a business, you have to put in the work. You have to put in the hours. You have to put in the effort in order for it to business-like. If you're not putting in the work, then it's a side hustle. It's something you pick up and you put down and that's fine if that's what you want, but you're here because you want more and you want better. And if you want more and you want better and you want this to be something that works, then you have to put in the work. You have to do the time to make it happen. All right, my battery light is flashing, so I'm going to leave you on that one. I would love to know what ways you treat your business like a business, so leave those down below in the comments. Anything that has helped you to like reframe your mindset to help you with that leave it down below in the comments and i will see you next time bye